Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now. Welcome and thank you for joining me today on The Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Dr. Sonia Thompson. As always, it's an absolute privilege to have this time to sit with you and rightly divide the word of truth. Let me go ahead and invite the Holy Spirit, and we're going to get started. I have a lot to share with you. Precious Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence. You are invited, sir. This is your word. You've given it to me. I'm declaring that you're going to walk out on this word. I declare spirit and life will go forth for everyone who has ears to hear and that they're going to sense This word come alive in them. I decree and declare it's going to spring forth and produce a harvest as it's received and applied in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Well, my friends, we are about to embark on a journey that is going to change your life, in particular, your financial life. And it's a place in the body of Christ where believers are still struggling and we're doing a lot of things, but we're not seeing the results for some reason. And what you don't have knowledge of and revelation of, you cannot step into or have access to. So today I'm going to talk to you about seed conversations. We hear a lot about the seed. Yes, sow the seed and we're doing it. But many are not seeing harvest come forth because they don't have revelation. Seed conversations is our topic today. So I'm going to take time to talk to you about this. I had it already in my heart to teach on this in a podcast. And I felt an even greater urgency after having a conversation with someone whom I love dearly, who mailed a seed to me. And we began to talk about that seed. I contacted them to let them know I had received it. Seed conversations involves you, the sower, and those whom you sow into, who is the receiver or the soil. That's how I want you to see your seed. It comes from a sower and it goes into soil both of which should be in agreement and in perfect harmony. Please note that. Now, let me qualify what I'm going to say. Everything that I say hinges on what I'm about to release to you right now. You must be directed by the Holy Spirit when you sow. That's the qualifier or the disqualifier. You must be directed by the Holy Spirit when you plant a financial seed. And we know that seed is more than just money. But in this aspect, this is what I'm talking about, financial seed. You have to sow it in the amount and in the place that God tells you to sow. Every soil is not going to yield the same thing. And some soil is not even capable of producing your desired harvest. That's why you got to get the Holy Spirit involved. Particular soil for particular seed. And a lot of times we think that just because we have sown a seed, We're going to get a harvest. We're going to get our desired harvest. But let me say this, and you want to write this down someplace and keep it in front of you. Your harvest follows obedience. I'm going to say it again to you. Your harvest follows obedience. And if you want to get more insight on sowing, more insight on tithing and so forth, I've written an incredible book that has changed the lives of so many people called Break Out of Poverty into Financial Abundance. You can find that on Amazon. You want to get that book. I assure you, it'll change your life and give you some more insight when it comes to these areas. So 
Let me say again, your harvest follows your obedience. In seed conversations, let's talk about the conversation of the sower. First of all, don't you ever, ever get embarrassed or feel embarrassed about the seed that you're planting. Don't you ever do it. And don't you ever say, oh, I know this isn't much. I hear when people say that to me, I stop them right away. Or don't you ever say, I know, well, people have given you more. This is all I have right now. When you hand someone a seed personally, and that's when we generally will hear that. When you do that, beloved, you are devaluing your seed. Know this, you rob it of its power. You're speaking words that will cause that seed to wither and you're not going to get the fullness of your harvest when you do that. You got to have faith when you really seed. You know that everything we do must be coupled and paired with faith in order for an exchange to happen. I also have a ton of podcasts on faith. You need to get those. Faith is far bigger of a subject than it's made out to be. And it's evident a lot of times we're not moving properly in faith by the manifestations that we're seeing in the body of Christ. So don't you dare devalue your seed with the wrong conversation. And it's not just seed, but because it's Holy Spirit directed, it becomes precious seed to God. That's why I gave you the disclaimer at the beginning. You got to be led by the Holy Spirit. The minute you invite the Holy Spirit in your giving, it becomes precious seed. The Bible says in Psalm 126 and 6, and I'm reading in the King James Version, he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. I love that text. He said, he shall doubtless come again. In other words, you can count on it. It's guaranteed that the one that bears this precious seed The one that's Holy Spirit directed is going to come back with his sheaves or his harvest. Praise be to God. Let your faith get anchored to that. Let your hope get anchored to that. Precious seed is a precious possession. It's yours. It's a precious possession. In essence, when you sow a precious seed, you are literally giving of yourself too. You know, it took hours for you to make that kind of exchange to get the money seed to go into the kingdom and plant it so that it would be multiplied. We can see an indication of this even in Mark chapter 12 with Jesus when he saw the widow casting in her mites. And I'm talking about precious seed. I want you to see this. Starting in verse 41 to 43, Jesus sat opposite the treasury. And people don't think God is looking at what they're giving. Oh, he's looking. And saw how the people put money into the treasury and many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make a quadrants. So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury, for they all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. That was in the New King James Version. So let me tell you this. Make a note somewhere for yourself as you obey the Holy Spirit in your giving. More isn't always better. Jesus looks at the sacrifice of that seed. That's what makes it precious. And it's precious because he's directed it and you've obeyed him. So let me give you another example in 1 Samuel 15, 22. 
Now we see Samuel here talking to Saul, who actually disobeyed God and gave up a sacrifice, but he didn't obey the Lord. You can go and read more on that yourself in 1 Samuel 15. But the 22nd verse reads like this. So Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. Here's what I want you to understand. God looks at your obedience, your obedience. You can make a sacrifice and be disobedient. You do know that. And you're not going to yield anything. This is what God looks at. Did you obey him with your seed? And when you do that, you're going to produce results. I want you to also remember that when you plant your seed, your financial seed, you sow and resurrection power accompanies your seed. Yes, I said that. Resurrection power is in your seed when you sow your precious seed now directed by the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit gets in your seed and it accompanies your seed. How can I say that? Easily. We've got examples in scripture to prove that God's anointing, which is really him. And I have a podcast on the anointing. You want to go back through some of the other lessons that you find in this podcast. They will bless your life. He gets in it and he'll get into things that are in our hands. That's been proven through scripture. I have the Holy Spirit in me now. Jesus is in me through his spirit. Resurrection power is in me. So everything that I extend my hands to in obedience to God, guess what? Resurrection power gets into my seed and anything I extend my hands to in obedience. Let me give you some examples real quick. Moses and his rod is a great example of this concept. When God began training Moses, before he sent him to Pharaoh, he asked him this question. What is that in your hand? Exodus 4 and 2, you'll find that. It was his rod. He told him to throw that rod down. The rod became a snake. Yes, God turned the rod into a snake. He got into the rod to cause that manifestation. Snakes aren't bad when God is involved, okay? That same rod was used to stretch out over the Red Sea as the Israelites crossed safely. Pharaoh and their riders were cast into the sea. You'll find that in Exodus 14. That same rod was used as Moses held it up as the Israelites defeated the Amalekites in Exodus chapter 17. Why did these manifestations occur? Because God was in the rod. I'm not trying to rhyme. That's just the way it is. God was in that rod. His anointing was in that rod. His presence got in that rod. His power was in that rod. And the same way God was in that rod, he is in your money seat when you sow it. Another example I can give you would be the widow whose husband died and left her heavily in debt. She needed to pay creditors before they took her sons. If you recall that in scripture in 2 Kings chapter 4, and Elisha is sent to her by God and he asks her a question. Just like Moses was asked a question, he asks her this question, what do you have in the house? And you know what her response was, oh, I don't have anything except or but, depending upon which translation you read. And Elisha took that oil and made a declaration over it. She had oil, something God could get into and move through. This woman became debt-free. Not only did she become debt-free, but she and her family had plenty left over to live on because God got into her oil. 
God does that also with your seed. He's asking you the same question. What's that in your hand? You better let God ask you a question. When financial increase comes in your hand, a lot of times people make plans with it and don't even talk to God. Oh, let me pay my tithe. And then they go running. And I'm going to have a segment, a podcast on that as well. Your life is going to be changed if you'll stick with me in these podcasts, especially the segments on finances. We need that right now on sewing and so forth and on money and what it really is and the value of it and how to use it and to be skillful with it. You want to stay with me. I promise you, your life is going to be changed by God's revelation. God is asking you, what's that in your hand? And as we present the seed of obedience, he will travel with that seed. I'm telling you what, if I wasn't recording, I'd probably throw my phone and start running and I'm not playing. He travels with your money seed. He travels in any seed that he's assigned financially or whatever it is you're doing. But in this case, I'm talking about money seed. He is in it. He goes with it. Can I ask you a question? Who can, what can stop resurrection power of God as he goes forth in your obedience? Nobody. The only one that can is your conversation. So be very careful about what you say when you release your money seed. With this revelation in hand, don't you ever speak weakness. Don't you ever speak impotency. Don't you ever speak insufficiency into and over your seed again, because it's not about amounts, but it's about obedience. And don't you apologize for your seed when the Holy Spirit has told you to do something. If you do that, it will hinder or cancel your harvest. Faith and revelation has to accompany your seed. And finally, let me talk to you about the people who you sow into, that conversation, people who speak ill over your seed. You want to be careful of that. I've heard men and women of God who have received financial seed, and they're the soil, by the way. That's what they are. They'll make a statement if they're sharing somebody's testimony and say, oh, well, you know, they really didn't even sow that much or their seed wasn't that much. And I'm going to be doing a podcast. You can see I am going to be very busy. I'm going to do a podcast on how you should receive because people need it. I found out people do not know how to receive. That's not the conversation of a receiver. A person who looks at that amount might be disqualified by God. Might be. If they're making that kind of conversation about your seed, it's a possibility that they could be disqualified. As a receiver, as soil, their conversation is an indication of how they received your seed. It indicates a conversation like that indicates a lack of revelation of seed and maturity. And it's an indication that they don't know how to receive. That's not bad, but they got to be trained and you got to be very careful of where you put your seed at. You could have got a harvest back and then that's what they're saying about your seed. What most people don't realize is that the soil is being tested the same way the sower is being tested. And we always talk about the seed and the sower, but nobody wants to talk about the soil, the receiver. They're being tested too. They're being tested with $100. They're being tested with $3. They're being tested with $1,000. Because to God, those amounts are irrelevant. It's all about obedience. And for so many that receive, arrogance and pride makes us think, oh, we deserve it. Okay, yes, I preach the gospel. And, oh, I deserve to be sown into. I've been waiting for you. Where you been? Give me my money. That is very arrogant in God's sight. The soil of our heart has to be kept pure. We must always receive with humility. Our conversation about a person's seed ought to be one that matches 
how the Lord sees that seed, the same way he looked at the widow's mite. Even a thousand dollars to somebody could be a widow's mite. Don't be fooled by that. Amounts don't matter. Obedience is what matters. I'm going to close out with this, is that I have personally, but I'm going to share more about this as we continue on through the podcast, sown a hundred dollar seed under the obedience of the Holy Spirit. And he said, I want you to expect a $10,000 harvest. Now, this was God talking to me. I was waking up one morning and I did just that and I received just that. You tell me where you're going to plant and invest in a place and get a return like that in three days. I did. I had a $100 seed bring back a $10,000 harvest. One of my spiritual sons, and I could go on and on with you with examples personally and outside, those that have planted into my ministry and into my life. One of my spiritual sons had a dollar to his name, his very words. He actually did a Facebook recording on this as well with my book, Break Out of Poverty. And he ended up with a $1,000 harvest. Only God, only God, because he obeyed the Holy Spirit. He obeyed an amount and he planted where God told him to plant. Whatever somebody places in my hands personally or in this ministry, Arise Ministries International, I receive it as precious seed. It's not just, okay, we have money to do things with now in this conference or whatever. I'm sowing over in this ministry here. No, it's precious seed. That's how it's received. And I let them know that that's how it is received. It's precious. And if possible, I pray with the person while they're right there and come into agreement with them. Otherwise, I pray over their seed when I am in private or lay my hands on Cash App or whatever it is of those seeds that come in to our ministry and into my life. And many times I'm weeping because I know this is precious seed. It's a sacrifice. Not only that, but they heard from God. And I want to keep the soil of my heart pure. I want to continue to be good soil. I want this ministry to be good soil for people as they're sowing into our ministry. And I'm only sharing that with you so you can understand and get a real life example of precious seed. I'm not trying to get you to sow anything because I know how some people do things and they're very slippery about particular things. So remember, seed conversations are very, very important. If you're going to see your harvest, your conversation matters and have an ear for the conversation of those whom you sow into is very important to know how they're receiving your seed. All right, beloved, I love you so much. Thank you for your time. Until next time on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for tuning in to The Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the Voice of Reason.